guys. Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is season two, episode 49, New Year Superstitions. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It is, it is a happy new year, I think. So I far. believe so, also. And I think that if you will it, or if you build it, they will come. If you will it to be a happy new year, it will be. I've already seen people posting on Facebook saying things like, it's only day three and I knew this year was going to be awful. You know what? With that kind of attitude, it probably is. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. I feel like that is not even giving this poor year a fair chance. And uh, I would say 99.9% of that is probably self-inflicted drama. I guess. would also agree that it is people like that. Because then you've got people that will straight up comment and say, oh no what's wrong and literally just feed the beast uh Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm not about that life this year if it does not bring me peace and happiness it does not belong in my life um i have finally reached that stage of life it's just i just don't have enough energy to care about what everybody else thinks i really don't yep um i just think you know i know you and i have very similar goals for the year and we are focusing all of our positive energy out into the universe to bring us goodness back so we hope that uh everybody listening that you've had a fine start to the new year um but we got to talking about new year superstitions because well there's quite a few if we're being honest um i've always heard of some specific ones uh jeff was making fun of me the other day asking pap which is uh jeff's 87 year old grandpa if he's heard of any of these superstitions and then would like holler back down pap said he's never heard of it so i've only heard the sauerkraut one and the laundry one those are the only two okay well funny story so i'm researching for tonight's episode and so something we've always done i mean as long as i can remember being a kid even new year's eve we would always get pots and pans Mm -hmm. metal of course oh that's right yeah okay so then three i guess and a metal spoon and then we would go outside and bang the hell out of those things i mean waking up all the neighbors because pots and pans and metal spoons really do make some good good ruckus um but as i was researching today uh i looked at let me see here top 20 uh oh um maybe in no particular order because i don't think i ordered them well in my oh no there they are i just couldn't see them all um, top 20, and some of these I hadn't heard of, but these are around the world, and I know we've got a li- lot of listeners around the world, so give us a shout out if you've heard of any of these, uh, but this one for me, so I never knew why we did it. We always banged the pots and pans because it's what we did, because my mom said so. I never knew the historical background of it, which we'll get to here in a second, because it was actually in this list. I was pretty surprised. Hmm. Um, the number one, it says, is keep your cupboard fully stocked. Uh, according to superstition, having your pantry or cabinets filled to the brim on New Year's Day signifies good luck for your family, keeping you fully stocked through the year. Uh, walk or run around with an empty suitcase. <laughs> I'd never heard of that before, but you better believe I will absolutely be doing it next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one superstition is that people believe if you run or walk around with an empty suitcase, you are welcoming new travel experiences into the year. Oh. Going to need to get on board with that. 
Um, throwing furniture out the window, this is believed to be more of a European culture tradition. <laughs> That's great. But it symbolizes doing away with the old and welcoming in the new. And I, one, I don't have enough furniture to just be chucking it out the window. But if I did, I feel like that'd be a really fun tradition. Like, oh, yeah, it's the new year. See you later, Barstool, out the window. <laughs> right. um, really yeah. get some good aggressions out, I feel like. Eat 12 grapes. Hmm. Um, a lot of Latin countries will eat 12 grapes, one for each month of the new year to bring good luck. Okay. Never heard of that one. Um, keeping cash in your wallet ahead of New Year's Eve, because if you have a full wallet as you ring in the new year, it is supposed to bring financial stability for the year. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember when last time was I even had cash in my wallet. I know. We've been doing it all wrong. So <laughs> next year, we're going to have to have a flashback to this episode so that we can be like, okay, we got grapes. We got cash. We got, like, we're going to look like we're having some super strange New Year's Eve party, but we're going to cover all the bases. Uh, I've always heard of eating, you know, uh, pork and sauerkraut. Another one on the list here is collard greens and black eyed peas. A lot of people in the South uh, believe to signify prosperity and well-being for the new year. Uh, this is a new one for me, and I've probably ruined this the other 37 years of my life, but not this year. Uh, do not cry on New Year's Day. Oh, okay. Crying at the start of the year is said to set the tone of sorrow and sadness for the year. Hmm. Uh, make noise. Okay, here we are. So, making loud noises at midnight is thought to help ward off evil spirits from the new year. Who would have thought? Been banging pots yeah. and pans for 38 years to make sure that doesn't happen. You're welcome, <laughs> world. You're welcome. Um, leaving the windows and doors open, that is one I've heard of. Um, supposedly, you're ushering out the old year and welcoming in the new. You open both the front and back doors or the windows. Um... I would like a preview of the new year before I go welcoming it inside. <laughs> I feel like that's that's a fair statement. Um, I don't know. I only heard of this one actually during our our COVID times because when 2020 rolled into 2021, everybody was like, open every door, every window. We're not taking any chances on the new year. But of course, it you know, you know. Um, in the Philippines, it's considered to wear good luck if you're wearing polka dots on New Year's Eve. Um, mm. They also like to surround themselves with other round objects like coins, round fruit, oranges, all welcome wealth into the new year. So be on the lookout for that polka dot address next year. Yeah, I have a polka dot address. I wish I would have known. I would have wore it. I I know. Well, we're we're gonna be ready next year. Um, do not eat lobster. Okay. Lobster apparently crawl backwards. Oh. And uh, if you're looking towards the future new beginnings, you don't want anything to be moving you backwards in life. <laughs> Lucky for me, I can't afford lobster. <laughs> I, did. I mean, in my mind, something that you are literally dousing in a pool of butter cannot be bad, probably. But yeah. it's also just not something that's like, I'm not spending $40 on something that I may or may not like. Right. Uh, it's a no. Um, jumping in the air, number 12. Uh, if you were hoping to gain a little height, you might want to try jumping in the air for the new year. Philippines believes that if you hop up and down at midnight, 
or jump in the air as high as you can. It'll help you grow taller. You definitely should not. I'm going to tell you, stand down on that, Sarah. Stand down. Um, in several countries, it is considered number 13 to break dishes for good luck as a sign of friendship and luck. They do that at weddings in some cultures, too, don't they? I'm sorry. Who's... I'm... I support everyone's culture, so I'm not trying to sound offensive, but I also just, in my mom mind here, I'm seeing, like, shards of glass for the next six months that somebody's <laughs> stepping on barefoot. Right. It's me. I'm barefoot all the time. It's me probably stepping on it. Um, now, we talked about the laundry. They've kind of generalized that one. I've always heard it as, don't do laundry on New Year's Day or you'll wash a loved one away. As in, death. Mm-hmm. Um... They are maybe a little more gentle about it here. Um, in some cultures, it is frowned upon to do laundry or sweeping. You could accidentally wash away or wipe away. Good luck. They didn't specify it down to a loved one's going to keel off because you did your laundry. But that's how I've always heard it. Oh my. Um, sharing a midnight kiss. Um, in ancient Rome and Scotland, the exercise was thought to help prevent a year of loneliness. Oh. Jenny McCarthy sure caught that message. Gosh, oh. I'm glad she's taken now, but for a while she would like make out with whoever random on the New Year's Eve at midnight. Oh, really? Uh oh. one year it was like some navy guy and she just like grabbed him and violently aggressively kissed him. Oh, it was not, God. not nice. And you don't know even... though will ever top Mariah Carey New Year's Eve. Oh man, I remember that. I remember me and you texting, we're like, what is even going on? Yes, like is this real <laughs> life? And actually Jeff wasn't up and neither were the kids. So, like, I was texting because I'm like, is, is this really happening? Like, I legit could not <laughs> believe this is what I was watching. And actually, it popped up on my memories the other night and said, like, all I had posted that day was, wow, Mariah, that was interesting. Remember yeah. her being like, hot tea, I need hot tea. She just, man, she was a lunatic that night. Yes. It was, it was... Well, and like, there was a news station or something, too, this year that they were told they weren't allowed to drink or drink as much as they had in the past yes. like, they had like made fools of themselves and i'm like okay well first of all you're probably getting like you're on the clock why are you drinking anyway right and that much i mean that I much of that too i, I just can't even i don't know um yeah that's gotta be one of my all-time favorites though growing up we always watched the uh dick clark's rock on new year's eve and it's just not the same with ryan's yeah. request for me uh this year mm-hmm. shoot I don't, anybody watching the Buckeyes game barely made the ball drop. Uh, mm. The Buckeyes game ran over and it was down to a freaking field goal, which we literally lost at the last couple seconds. God love Noah Ruggles. I feel really bad for him for missing that kick because what amount of tremendous pressure that had to be. Um, but it was wild and it was literally like 11.59 and we're counting down the ball drop and we're flipping back and forth to the football game. It was It was really stressful and I did not appreciate that. Uh, college football scheduling folks that are probably not listening here in case in case one of your wives are. Um, looking outside your window is apparently frowned upon in some countries for New Year's Day. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. I completely read that backwards. You're supposed to, if you're a young woman, look out your window because it signifies if you see a man outside that you could find love in the New Year. Okay, I'm going to call <laughs> BS on that. I'm going to call some BS right on that. Okay. That sounds... Very like you're only going to college to find a husband. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you see a man outside, I mean, 
Oh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Burning photos. Now that sounds more up my alley. <laughs> um, Ecuadorian superstition calls for burning photos of old memories in order to make way for new things to come. Well, the reason why I took a picture was for the memory. Like, <laughs> I feel like that defeats. Be- Unless it's bad memories. Maybe it's oh, like burning shit. You're burning. What's that ex relationship? Let me put you up in flames. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could. How could we, I'm thinking like maybe we take a turn on that for next year as like, even if it's not a photograph per se, I will print off a picture of something specific to be able to burn it out of my life. Maybe that's the approach I'll take next year. But I like what Ecuador keep it coming. We're putting it up in flames. Sarah had a really hefty time in our working lives where I'm not sure how the cops weren't called, but she threatened to burn a lot of things down during oh, a time of our work I've been lives. warned about it. <laughs> um, like, without blinking an eye, the sun is shining, I will burn that MFR down and what is what is your situation and how can I help you today? Like, it, I mean, I, it's the greatest, but for a solid time in life, I mean, I feel like Ecuador, maybe that was where your past life is from, Sarah, because (laughs) they're burning the pictures up and you are burning buildings down. (laughs) It's blazing a trail everywhere I went. Literally. Just give me the pictures. And the last one here. I've been told sternly I'm not allowed to do that. (laughs) Well, I mean, if they would just give us an RV like we asked for a decade ago, um, we'd just go on tour instead of burning things down. (laughs) So number 20 is eat vasilopoda which i'm probably not pronouncing right but that's what it looks like but it says you may be familiar with king cake in celebration of mardi gras or fat tuesday but a cake that is very similar pastry and popular also in new orleans because it has a trinket inside okay your shears are going to give me cake and hide a trinket inside like i'm not (laughs) sure it gets any better than that but it says that uh it brings good luck on the holiday because you find Mm -hmm. a hidden coin in your dessert i wonder how many people choke I know that's a very morbid oh. thought, but if you are... Well, I mean, I guess if you didn't know that it was in there, hopefully you're being more careful, though, if you know that it's in there. It's like the people that, like, put the wedding rings or the engagement rings in the dessert. Yes. I don't I don't know. Man, I saw a video the other day, and I wanted to cry for this guy. He uh, was getting... He was proposing to his girlfriend, and... Um, the little girl was maybe like two or three, I would assume, maybe her daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. nonetheless, he proposed, she said, yes, little girl jumps up, knocks the ring out, and it goes between the slats of the boat deck (gasps) into the abyss. And, like, you could tell he, like, wanted to freak out, but because it was the little girl and, like, it was like, I, oh, like, it made my stomach hurt for them because... Hopefully he had it insured. Maybe he yes. can the new one. Yes. Uh man, just just tragic though. Like the greatest time of your life. Psych, there goes your ring. It's something to always remember, I guess. It's a good story for sure. You know. I actually told Jeff the other day, uh, with us being so near and dear to all the water and beaches around here, I want to get a, a metal detector oh that would be good i've seen a lot because of that would be that, fun yeah. to even go walk the shores like when it's not necessarily like swimmy weather i mean it was 70 here today it's gonna be 74 tomorrow um but then it cools back off next week but i'm thinking like 
by March or April when it is in the 70s for a good while. Like, that'd be good exercise. And, like, maybe I could find some cool jewelry and stuff. I don't know. Well, and it wouldn't feel like... So, say that you do use it as, like, you know, a form of exercise. Because, you know, me, I would walk that beach up and down all day. Yes, and walking in the sand in itself is quite a bit of exercise. It wouldn't feel like it was going that long, you know what I mean? Because you would be rewarded by the little, like, beep, beep, beeps that you get, so. Yes, yes, I think it would be fun. I even was looking at kids' metal detectors the other day, because, like, then we could go as a family and just treasure hunt it up i don't know um so i don't know i think i don't know we'll see we'll see if we add it to the list of resolutions we have uh for the year here (laughs) that was my problem this year i had a hard time just boiling it down to what resolutions like i was really serious about because i kept being like oh i really want to do this and i really want to do this and i'm like okay but you got 365 days and only 24 hours in those days so you need to you know narrow um, it down a little bit (laughs) Remington's homework assignment today they went back to school today and one of their assignments was they had to read a short passage about this little girl who was trying to make a new year's resolution and then they had to answer questions about it but I gotta say I know this is a fourth grade reading passage and all but something really stuck out to me is that this little girl's mom in this probably made up fictional story told her that a resolution should not just be something you want to do it should be something that is reasonable and attainable Mm-hmm. And that really spoke to me. So Remington had to come up with her own resolution. And her resolution was she wants to learn how to take care of animals because she wants to be a vet when she grows up. And so we talked about that. And is that a reasonable and attainable goal for this year? So mm-hmm. she had an option to write a revised resolution, which was she revised her resolution to something completely different that doesn't have anything to do with animals. But I suggested how about you instead say you're going to read one book a month about animals to learn more about them? Because I feel like that is a much more attainable and reasonable goal than just saying, I'm going to learn about them because I want to be a vet when I grow up. So we had a whole discussion on just having attainable and reasonable goals. And reading one book a month is something that's measurable. I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people sometimes forget to put in their resolutions is it needs to be measurable because I could say, I want to get healthier. What does that mean, though? Am I going to drink more water? If so, how many ounces of water? Am I going to eat more vegetables? If so, a week. Or, you know what I mean? Because I love hearing you say that. Huh? I love hearing you say that about the measurable amount. Because we actually had to do a project. I had to do a project for work at the end of the year where I had to outline some things for the coming year that I want to see, you know, good, bad, ugly, in between, whatever. Um. And I was very specific to measurable goals in that also. And nobody ever gave me any feedback on it. So I'm going to be honest, like I could have totally bombed it. I have no idea. Um, But I gave specifics. I want to have this many of this that is doing this much per day. Um, Because there's like, I don't know. I agree. I feel like if I could say me, I want to lose weight. Okay. Well, Like, what's your plan? How much weight? You know, what? No, me specifically, by the end of the year, I want to reach a certain weight. And if I divide that out by 12, that means per month, this is what I need to be doing. And I feel like it's, I don't know, so much easier to look at a goal when you break it down. And it's a lot easier, I think, to achieve them. Also, because you're going into it with a very specific mindset. This is what I need to do. This is what I want to do. This is how I need to get there. This is my plan. 
and that's what they what they say a lot too if if things go awry rework the plan but not the goal keep the goal the same reconfigure your plan of how you're going to get there but that's where a lot of people fall off i feel like with resolutions is because they don't have a plan (laughs) on how they're going to get there i could say i want to eat more vegetables well does that mean that i'm just going to eat a can of green beans and be like well there we go that i did it did it for the year (laughs) right you know what i mean check what does that mean so to have a specific goal and then to create a plan on how you're going to get to that goal and reward yourself when you reach certain milestones. That's the thing, too, is people think you have to just wait till the end of the year to have seated or not. And you lose momentum that way. Also, every time that I have had any kind of a goal, well, for instance, last year, my goal was paying off all of my consumer debt. Every time I'd pay off a credit card. I would reward myself with something small, not anything big. I might have bought a book or something. Um, And then um, if there was like a certain goal maybe for that month that I wanted to reach, like I want to be at X number of dollars, you know, by the end of the month. If I would reach it, I might buy myself a couple skeins of yarn or something. You know what I mean? But like I knew ahead of time. Yes, a good reward system. Yes, I knew reward was going to be now I wasn't going to pay off a thousand dollars in debt and then go take myself on a fifteen hundred dollar shopping spree like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) something small like I really want to try this blah 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 or I want to go to this restaurant or something that I never really go to so I mean then you know reward myself with a twenty dollar (laughs) meal you know yes There's, there's a balance there but I think that if you have very measurable goals and you have milestones in mind that you want to reach and you say, okay, this is going to be a big milestone for me. When I get there, I'm going to reward myself with this. Then it's, it gives you something to look forward to and helps you push a little farther. And then, you know, when you have reached that goal, because you're very. Well, and I feel like it, it's important to, to hold yourself accountable. I know personally, I have some goals set at work and today this morning you know first day back after some time off and the holidays where everybody's schedule is a little wonky uh i'll use mm-hmm. a mom word there so you know this morning eh, not that i wasn't feeling it but it's hard it's hard to get back in the swing of things um and i took a couple of vacation days off making it a little extra time off which then really makes it hard but i told myself this morning like you know what no you set a goal and you're gonna have to go get it you're gonna have to do it um so no excuses. Just get out and do what you need to do to make that happen. And I feel like that's important because I do, you know, I do have a goal in mind and I am the only thing preventing me from reaching it. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of times it's easier for people to just make excuses and say, oh, this or, oh, that got in my way. But you know what? When there is a will, there is a way. So if you really want to work at it, um, you paying off your consumer debt, you know, we can talk about that a little bit. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, how much money do you make, Sarah? Oh, <laughs> Sarah must have got a raise. <laughs> and that's not it at all. You set your mind to it. You really saved and worked hard and paid off that debt. Not because you got a raise or not because you're making a bankroll that none of us secretly and, know. Yeah, about. and it's not just one job, it's several <laughs> jobs. Yeah, I mean I guess, but yeah, and that's exactly the thing. Like my one 
job income wasn't going to do it. So that means that I have to stay up later and work a little harder and work, you know, on weekends doing things. And just sometimes I I got to tell you, make sacrifices. It's the inspiration to me. There are times when I'm like, man, I'm so tired. And I'm like, what would Sarah do? Sarah wouldn't go to bed at 913 in the evening. (laughs) Um, Sarah Sarah would be up crocheting for three more hours. (laughs) Um, so I know I hate the I know I hate the have a headache. I bet though you guys have weather moving through. You had tornado warnings. This yeah, morning, it was or you didn't you? Um, I don't. Well, I don't know about County. tornado, but um, I was scared to death of losing a hand today in my car because it took for anybody that doesn't because a kitten, and mm. I tried opening my car door this morning um when i got to work and the wind was pushing against hard that it took both hands to try to push it open but then i also had like my purse and my arm and my laptop on my back and my lunch in my other hand and then my water bottle in another hand and so like i was trying uh. to figure out how i was going to get this door open and i didn't have like a free hand so i was trying to push my door open with like my body weight but the door was pushing back on me and I was like, if I am even just a millisecond in the way when this door slams shut, it is going to catch my hand. I hate the when the wind is like that. We had, uh, well, last weekend, Christmas weekend, um, just all this crazy weather pushed in. I know you guys had a lot of snow and cold weather. We had unreasonably cold weather for this area specifically. It was like negative nine degrees, which doesn't happen here. But the wind was just like that it was so bad that like i would go to push open the front door and i'd be like and i can't get the front door open because it's literally blowing it shut in my face but a couple of times i would get it open and go to shut it and it would just be like slam real loud because i I tried to control it but i don't know the wind was wicked we're supposed to be having some of those storms um tomorrow afternoon that you guys had and i hate that because around here i don't feel like they have a full appreciation of tornado season and tornadic weather so here they throw around the word tornado pretty loosey-goosey on the weather oh like oh we're gonna have some storms tomorrow potential for tornado is gonna be low but there might be high winds and i'm like no no give me a torque on index like we got a 20 percent chance we got a 50 percent chance that's pretty different uh you know ohio there's colored levels your yellow red brown orange you know whatever based on what's going on in here they're just very willy-nilly like whoa could storm could be a tornado who knows i'm not a fan of that um we have a weather station here just like wilmington does where we have a weather ball and it's not it's not really that close to me here but i pass it on my way to my main office that i go to once a month i'm really feeling like swinging in there one day and being like listen guys can we have a talk about the t-word yeah you guys you guys throw it around and it's i need you to treat it like beetlejuice like (laughs) unless somebody has seen it nobody says the (laughs) t-word uh specifically not so willy-nilly virginia um but i don't know they're just very like just very loose with it and i don't i don't think they have a full appreciation of what mother nature can do that's all that's all uh yeah i have to put it on put it on my list of things this year i'm not I am a trained weather spotter in the state of Ohio by the National Weather Service. I have not been trained here in Virginia. Maybe I need to do the training. <laughs> uh, be like, look, Ohio is here. We're going to show you how this works. Um, well, everyone around here also doesn't understand a warning or a watch. Like, oh, a tornado watch? Did you see that? I wonder if there's one nearby. No. 
No, there's not. <laughs> Watch means it's possible. A warning means it's here. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's it's strange to me that states can be so far different in their weather guidelines. So we're still adjusting that here in Virginia, but tomorrow's weather should be interesting. I'm going to try to not tank it in any customer's parking lots because, well, I've already learned my lesson on that. But uh, being out and about in the rain here is just different because we're so low to sea level that everything just floods. Like, it could be raining for a half an hour and you're like, well, there went the turning lane. It's gone. Oh, yeah. And just as quick as it comes up, it goes down. Uh, last week, we had a bit of a torrential downpour. Jeff and I had just went to pick up freaking Pizza Hut, of all things. Like, he orders it ahead. We almost get there. And I swear to you, it is like a monsoon. I got soaked going in and out. And by the time we came home, two lanes were gone in the traffic. Oh. Uh, yep. It was, well, it was quite interesting. Everybody just had to merge into one. Up to Lake Erie. It always rains at least a day or two while we're up there it's just just how it is and it's like that like the causeway will just be washed out and i'm like how like there's no way <laughs> right we haven't figured out how to prevent this from happening every time it rains right and um when we went to putin bay there was a rainstorm one year and i mean it's just a freaking thunderstorm and you could see it coming across the lake but Eric and that's Ethan, always the coolest i think though they insisted that we go to the island that day and it was well it rained the whole freaking and you're in you drive around the island in golf carts and like not a lot of protection from the rain and wind no and it like it kept taking my breath away because it oh, kept no. like whipping around and the kids and eric thought that it was great because they're soaking wet and they're getting beat with oh, rain yeah I just think it's the coolest my whole purse was full of water everything uh, in there just soaked illegible i'm like well i don't know what that envelope was for or hopefully i didn't <laughs> like, need that I receipt right I can't see it and so um i mean it was just it was a and then like it would stop raining for like a few minutes it'd be humid as could be and then it would start raining again and uh but anyway long all the roads were all washed away and you're in these golf carts and so the the road the water on the road was like higher than the golf cart tires oh no and so it just this nasty road water is like whipping Sweeping up in. on you oh. and like i was like i've had it i've just had it and when we left it started raining again and then of course you know like the guys because they're guys like they're walking around and riding around shirt on and they're like basketball shorts which dry real quick right and i'm not like i wear like a full-on outfit like a shirt bra, of course you know i had on jean shorts but like i was definitely not not dressed oh and denim is the worst when it gets wet yeah and i'm like well you guys are all like dry and comfy (laughs) right must be nice must be nice. soaking wet well and and i don't know how you are when i get wet to the core like that like when i'm like if my tank top and my bra and everything is soaked i get cold and it's so hard i feel like to warm back up after that Uh uh-huh and itchy like you feel like you know what i mean like and then and i feel dirty too because i'm like i've just got like yes like just get me home in a shower please yeah and then yeah by the time we were done because we were there of course all day and then we rode the 
ferry back and it by the time we got back to the cabin or whatever I showered but that was just by far and since then we have just been adamant on checking the weather before we go because I don't think that the guys really cared so much as much as like I was making the rest of their day because <laughs> I was miserable and was you're all like, gonna pay for this <laughs> you won't be having fun today I will tell you that oh, and so a couple goodness. times um we've our trip because it was going to be raining all day. I'm like, I'm not spending three and a half hours in the car to ride up to the ferry, then to be on the ferry for another half hour. So that's four hours of my day already to ride around in the rain, walk in the rain, eat in the rain. Right. And then no, no, thank you. Come all the way back soaking wet. Like, I'm just not, I'm not here for that. So. No, I'm not, I'm not cut we out for always, that life. No. I'm like, if I wanted to go stand out in the rain, I'd do that here. I don't need to go. I was talking about that to Jeff because so we live relatively close to the beach. We're like 30 miles to the boardwalk, which is cool. I mean, with traffic, probably like 45 minutes because people just suck at driving here. But um, I was looking at beach houses like, oh, it would be cool to get a beach house for the week. But you know what? No, it wouldn't because I would be so mad. I know my luck. Like, one, we live close enough that that's silly to rent a house. But I just was thinking, like, how cool it would be to be right on the beach. Um, but then it's going to storm half of the time, I'm sure. And I would be so mad to have spent that money and literally be 30 miles from my house sitting inside in the rain. Yeah. Um, I just can't bring myself to do it. So we're not. We're not doing that. We've been looking at vacation options for this year. and I'm just not sure what to do. But it's not going to be that. I can tell you that. Um, oh, before I forget. Also, I know we happy New Year'd. Um, happy startup temperature projects if you are starting one. Yes. Um, I know some people are doing it by day. I know you are doing yours on Fridays, which actually I might copycat you. I really like that idea because Jeff and I want to start having like a movie night each week also. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would be a perfect time while we're movie nighting it up just to get my seven rosen from the previous week. Um, so happy new temperature project if you started one or if you haven't and you want to, you can join our group. Um, needles, hooks, and dirty looks. Oh, wait a minute. Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast year-long stitchathon. That one's really a doozy. Um, but it's the only group on Facebook like that. I can promise you there's nothing even kind of sort of named anything similar. Um, uh, we've got a lovely group, like 170-ish uh friends there that um some have just completed their temperature projects, so they're really good on soundboarding some advice and some tips and tricks and are not doing them again this year and some are ready for round two like we are to give this a go again and uh hope that it works out a little differently now that we've had some learning experiences in um so i'm really excited to see um how everybody's stuff turns out you can join us there it's a really fun crowd um or if you just really love social media you can follow all of ours um sarah runs our instagram does a bang up job over there. Our Insta, our Facebook, our TikTok, they're all the same at needleshooksdl. Um, or you can always email us, needleshooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. It is spelled all the way out. Um, but you'll find us there. And yeah, we started these new temperature projects. I look forward by next week. Everybody should probably have a little bit of a start on them so we can start getting some pictures and updates and things. But um, otherwise, we'll definitely be talking about it here next week too. So you can join us here. Yep. Bye. Bye.